things on you. Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of the Let's Go Viral podcast. I got my man Neeraj. Am I saying that right? <laughs> it's actually Neeraj, but you were close. Neeraj. Hey, hey, I was almost there. I should have asked yeah. that before I hit the record button. But uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Great guest today. Uh, you want to introduce yourself real, real quick? Hey guys, hey everybody. My name's Neeraj Pardesi. I go by the Great Connector. That's my stage name for all of my business and coaching and things of that nature. I like it. It suits me. But you guys can call me Neeraj. It works fine with me. I love it. And, and like, um, this may seem kind of weird, but like, I don't know, I feel like your name just like matches like, just like you as a whole, as far as like the look, like your voice, the tone, everything. It's like, it's like perfect. I don't know how to explain it. It's only, <laughs> it's like the perfect personal brand. Like, like it's really unique. It's like, I don't know. That's just like my little opinion right there, but I like it. Thank you. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Because that's why I chose it. I didn't choose it, man. If I'm going to be honest, the name just kind of popped in and I was like, this makes sense. Yeah. We should do this. <laughs> we should do this. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's the goal. That's the goal. I wanted to line up with me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I love that. And uh, so, so yeah, I guess I could pop off just kind of get like some conversation going, like tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like where'd you grow up at? Like, uh, like, like what you like doing as far as like hobbies? Like, yeah. Like what happened during your childhood? Yeah, let's do a little story, a little story time. Um, <laughs> I was born and still reside in Sacramento, California, USA. Mm-hmm. So this is a really uh, interesting spot. It's the capital of my state, California. There's a lot of hustle and bustle going on sometimes, but it's also really calm. So I kind of got the best of both worlds growing up. And I got a lot of wide exposure. And I think it's really important. You know, when you're a kid, you want to be able to be exposed to a lot Healthily, of course, but within boundaries, but the more you're exposed to as a child, the more potential you have to grow faster. And I just think that my childhood was a really good combination of being well exposed, having the like a good set of parents that were very smart and emotionally available, you know, not having to struggle so much for my food and shelter so I could think about other things. I always did decently well in school. You know, I was really fun with school. I did a lot of cool things up until I hit high school. Then I was like, this doesn't really seem like my thing anymore. And then, you know, that might be typical of a lot of kids like doing good in school, high school hits, puberty goes on, hormones start caring about other things. And that's basically what happened to me. I had a really big revolution of myself going from eighth grade to ninth grade, 14 to 15 years old. I was like 265 pounds when I was 14. So I was pretty obese when I was younger. And I went on a big weight loss journey. My older brother was a bodybuilder at the time. And, you know, he put me on a diet. We got our workout plan going, started playing football in high school. All that stuff could put together, just created a really nice environment for me to shed my weight. Dude, I kid you not, I did not see my own jawline for the first 16 years of my life. Like, dude, wow. crazy. And I, I was like, oh my God, I actually look good. I it's popping now with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like, I did not know that I had this ability. Like, wow, I actually look good. Yeah. <laughs> Masterminding <laughs> begins. <laughs> no, uh, I lost the weight, started getting my body in check. That also lined up with what I could say, my spiritual awakening, freeing up all that energy. Because, you know, fat, fat, physical fat is just stored energy, man. When you start burning that up, it, you know, it starts doing something to your mind and your body. That's why working out so important. We can hop into that later because that's a huge part of my life right now. Yeah. It's a huge part of my growth. Your mind can only go so far as your body goes. So that would be cool. But that's basically my childhood. It's like I started out really young, uh, being very intelligent, 
was very gifted naturally, but I didn't have a lot of connection to my body or my emotions. It's kind of outcasted as a kid, didn't have many friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, the friends that I did have were very meaningful and I just was cool being by myself. So I spent most of my time exploring, learning, reading books, getting up at 4.30 a.m. before school to go read Percy Jackson. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know you, <laughs> I don't know if you know about that, but that was that was a good life back then, man, playing Minecraft in the good old days. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, of course, you know, every person has the dark parts of their childhood, but we're going to keep it light and lovely for right now. Yeah. And I love how you said, like, you got like a lot of exposure, even for me, like growing up, um, I was homeschooled. I went to public school. I read lots of books growing up. I try like what like baseball, soccer, like all like all those sports, you know, just like different things to where um like um like those experiences, they're like helping me as far as like uh where I'm at today, you know. And I guess for you, my question for you is like what like exposures did you like have that were like I guess probably like the most um defining ones that made you who you are today? The most defining exposures and experiences. Or like that's, biggest lesson learning ones, you know? <laughs> dude, that's so good. It's such a good question, but it's also hard to answer because you know that you're learning every day and it's almost like the things that were like so big aren't so big anymore. And mm -hmm. I, I think the biggest catalyst in my life was realizing other people don't think like me, or at least most people don't think like me. And I had this realization really early on. You know, I was that annoying kid that went up to you at parties or family gatherings. I was like, hey, can we can we talk about stuff? Like, can you ask me questions? I like to push what I can think. And I'm just over there. I'm being a kid. I don't even know anything. I'm just asking people to feed into my my own little universe of like, hey, I want to be smart and I want to know stuff. Can you help me know stuff? I'm just I have no social skills at all. So I'm doing that. <laughs> and I realize that's what it is. It's like, oh, other people think about things differently than I do. There's a whole world of social situations. Like people might not think this is a big deal, but for me, it's a big deal. I was not one who was accustomed to social norms and stuff. So that was a big thing that uh, I didn't think like other people did. My mind just operated a little bit differently. Of course, I'm just a normal person, but yeah. I do it different. That coupled with really losing that weight and building my body when I was 15, 16 years old, 17 years old was enormous. I can't tell you what that did for me because I walked around my life like an obese, like slob, basically. I was super intelligent, but I had no self-confidence. I had no swag. I had no ability to express myself in the way that I wanted to. I was just like that intellectual guy. You could hear me, but you didn't feel me. You know, I wanted people to feel me. I didn't even feel myself. So that's what is the biggest thing. That revolutionized my way of looking at the world. And you know, when you're a child and you're growing up, you don't really understand what it's like to live life as it could be because you're still growing. So I think that set the stage for who I am now. And of course, in my recent life, there's been a lot of cool things happening. I've learned so much more about myself. But as far as real defining experiences, like life-changing, it would be those two right there. Realizing that you're always different, man. You're always going to be different and you're going to be misunderstood. And that's how it's supposed to be because you're learning how to do it your way and your way, especially as a revolutionary for people like me and you, Dijon, like we're, we're different people. We're built different. We're meant to do different things. That's why sometimes we have to be in isolation. That's why sometimes we need to be a little bit the odd man out. I still got friends. I got social circles. Yeah. You know, people love me. People <laughs> uh -huh. love me. But I mean, you know, when it goes back to just you and you, that's when the things matter the most. And I think that plus getting in touch with who you are and feeling yourself, being able to physically feel who you are as a person, like feel your own vibe. 
I don't know if many people can feel their own vibe these days. That's really important to know who you are. Because when you walk into a room, they don't listen to how you talk. They don't even look at how you look. They feel your vibe first. Then they look at how you look. Then they hear the words you say. That's all it is. So I think that's really important. And when did you realize that you were uh, different? I know, uh, like, just a quick story for me. Like, I could pinpoint the, like, the exact time when I figured out, like, I was different. I remember it was, like, yeah, it was all the way back in fifth grade. You know, I had, like, my squad. In the <laughs> and I think they were stealing some stuff. Yeah, we're stealing some candy from the teacher's desk. But uh, I was like, uh, no, this don't feel right, you know. So I kind of walked away. And I guess my teacher, she saw it happen, you know. So she, she sent my mom an email saying, hey, like, um, um, talking about like this happened in class but Dijon he walked away from it you know he's a he like I, I think he's a special kid you know but my mom never told me about that but um you know like I was under what like 18 years old I wanted to make like a Facebook account to play uh, I forgot like farm bill or something you know <laughs> so I used my mom's email um address right and as I go to like her email to like uh what like get like the the verification code or whatever confirmation email or whatever I mm -hmm. saw that email and that's kind of when I got that uh little paradigm shift at like oh I don't know how old I was it was back in fifth grade so maybe like wow eight nine or ten yeah it was really weird and then after that wow. I just started like go on my own path you know everyone's going this way I go that way you know do, do you so have like crazy. experience like that <laughs> uh honestly uh I, I think I have a lot of experiences like that but that's basically been my whole life G it's been my entire life. I don't say that to, to be boisterous, boisterous, boasting, bragging, braggadocious. I don't say that to be like braggadocious, but I'm just like, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I've been different my whole life and it used to hurt me. Like it used to hurt my heart that I am not understood by even the people that I love. Like what the hell? Like even sometimes my own family or my own friends or my peer group, they just didn't vibe with me. So it's not like I was just a weirdo, because I'm obviously not a weirdo, but it just is what it is. Mm -hmm. And I, that was actually a big part of my development, too, is realizing that's okay. And like really coming to terms with that's okay. It's meant to be this way. But, you know, when you're a kid, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to do things, mm -hmm. you're trying to build who you are as a personality, trying to find your place in the world. It's harder to do that. But I think... I honestly, my, my entire life has been like that. I'm sorry, I can't provide any more accurate, <laughs> descriptive, <laughs> precise oh, no, you're examples. <laughs> you're good. Um, oh, oh, like, I, I suppose, you know, everybody's trying to find a, a boyfriend or girlfriend in high mm -hmm. school. And I'm just like, this is the stupidest thing ever. You don't even know yourself. You don't know this other person. He's kind of talking right now. This makes no sense. Even when growing up into my adult life, I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys are together, but you visibly have nothing in connection you just like the idea of being together i'm like no they don't no. uh fear of being lonely <laughs> bingo exactly there we go no. yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh so this is what's going on you know so my my uh being aloneness has helped me out in a lot of ways because i didn't get caught up in all the bullshit that i could have <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> growing up you know how easy it is for you to get straight off your path because you think your homies are doing something you got to do it too yeah it's so easy and for me i was like you ain't my real homies anyway. We cool, but we not like that. I don't care. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go this way. And just that stacked, that principle basically stacked upon itself, even with family. Like, this is what the family's doing now. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sorry, I can't provide any exact examples, but that's basically it. That's a big yeah, part of my yeah. life. And I, I guess with that, um, 
I know, especially like with working, I forgot how I was going to say the question, but kind of like, I guess like the momentum of like, maybe the first time kind of doing things yourself, you're like, kind of self-conscious, like, oh, like, maybe I'm not sure about this, but like, as you kept on doing it more, um, and building that momentum, has it like made things easier just as far as like just going, because I know like, I'm not sure if your parents were about like, uh, college, higher education, all that stuff right there, but like, just like making it easy to like, just say, no, I'm doing this instead, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's all over that. Like, honestly, think about if you think about our parents, like, who say like, hey, push the college higher education for them that was like god dear for them that's the way out man it's like yeah forget these manual labor jobs forget slaving 18 hours a day <laughs> just go to college for yeah. five six years and then get paid like you know 80 to 100 thousand dollars an hour or so way out the hood. <laughs> get out the hood man yeah that's it, it so to them that's golden and i'm over here thinking if you guys set up this beautiful life for me where i don't have to go through the struggles that you did doesn't that also mean that the goals and the way that I should think my roadmap for a better life must be on different standards than yours as my parents? Like, you know, for you, the golden North Star was go to college, get a good paying job, settle down, get a good house, get married, do your thing. And, you know, of course, be yourself and express yourself because my parents are cool like that. Thank God like they understood like there's a human condition that you have to honor, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> For me and my brother as well, who is like six years older than me, we both went a similar route. We were good in school and we just decided that was not important anymore. It's like everybody had these hopes, man. I was like in elementary school, like I'm going to go to MIT, when yeah. I go to Massachusetts Institute of Technology, get a degree in astrophysics. Like, Dang, you had like, I just want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> I get McDonald's every day, every day. That's what no. I set on. That was swag. And I was like, I'm over here thinking because I thought school was my way. You know, I loved learning. I loved figuring stuff out. I loved doing that. But I just realized that the world is different. And my parents also knew, you know, as I grew older, they realized that, hey, this dude's different. The world is different. And even if we think it's a better idea for him to go on the path that we think is best, they still understood that he's his own person. They gave me my freedom and they helped me understand that it's okay. Of course, there was lots of backlash at times. And like, you know, when there's no money coming in, you can't prove anything. Uh Like, hey, where's the results of your actions? Especially when you're getting off the ground. It's like, hey, where's the results of your actions? You say you're doing this, say and doing that. A couple of years have gone by. What's happening? It's a tough spot to be in. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're getting started, I don't don't know about you, what your journey was like. I'd like to know. When you're getting started, you have nothing to show for anything except for your vision and what you do. That's it. So, I mean, I've had a lot of bad habits I've had to overcome that, you know, allow me to actually excel in business and in life. But my parents trust me now. They just didn't trust me for a while. And it became very difficult. So I think in the beginning, that's what all of us struggle with, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't really know what you're doing. You have to kind of figure it out. But once you really just follow, when you have that impulse, like, you don't have that moment where you see your vision and you're like, yeah. That's totally what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. Because it just feels like it's natural. It just feels powerful. It feels like you. And that's, it's like a spiritual experience. Like you can't really compare yourself to, oh, yeah, I guess this could go wrong or not. You're not even thinking about that in the moment. You're like, whoa, this yeah. is so tasty. I'm going to go get that. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. If you follow those visions, you will end up in a good place one way or another. Even mm-hmm. if you don't attain that vision, you'll end up in a good place. That's my advice to everybody listening. It's good follow, stuff. follow that 
follow that, especially in this world, everything's being broken and recreated. All the rules are being broken and recreated. Follow your higher calling, follow your passions, but it's supposed to be real. Like if you don't get slightly <clears throat> obsessed, I want to be careful about this word, but if you don't want to, if you want, if you don't slightly, slightly obsessed with like why you do what you do, you probably shouldn't be doing that. That's right. Yep. Because <laughs> if you don't care about it enough to think about it around the clock, it's probably not what you really want. Mm-hmm. I was just on um, <laughs> actually a date last night and uh, uh, the girls with shoes was like, um, so besides working, like, what do you do to relax? I'm like, I think about work. I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. I love it. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, Girl, saying? you think you're a date? No, you're a number in my calendar. It's helping me better my personal skills. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, you know, like, it's, it's like, you know, like, if you're not, um, if you're just doing it for the money, just like for some shallow reason, you're not going to get really far. And if you do make it far, you're probably miserable. You know, if you're going to, um, like, just as far as like, um, like whatever you're like going towards and that's cool if it's college you know like make sure you're like a like some like a passion to where like you're cool yeah. working for free you know yeah for a little bit not forever now but <laughs> yeah we yeah we gotta, gotta college pay the should be a means to an end college should be a means to an end not the golden destination people are like i'm gonna go to college and that's gonna fix my life no college is a road that you can choose to walk on if you know where that road is going to People don't look past college. That's the problem. So that's why people end up going, getting a four-year degree, uh, like a master's, and still working a minimum wage job trying to find work. It's because it's not the end goal. People and, don't understand that. It's like feeding one, you through a line. And one thing I did, uh, I remember I was driving home from, uh, like, like back home in Georgia, and there was this one, like, dentist uh, practice that just opened up. And I remember seeing, like... Um, new practice open now taking new patients and I was like whoa like he had to go to he or she had to go to like college to like go and like get like the dental license or whatever you know whatever you need and um they still got to go out there and market themselves even if you do go to college like you get your degree and everything um you got to go out there you got to mark you got you got to network you got to go out there and just like got to talk to people you know so um and that's like pretty much the same thing you're doing like just like even like entrepreneurship, you know, about the, the credentials, it just comes down to like, um, yeah, I don't know what's going with that, but I feel like pitching that. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's yeah. like, Dan, go get the real estate. You got to go mm-hmm. buy, rent the place. You got to like, oh, I'm a dentist now. It's like, who are you? I've never heard of you before. Mm-hmm. They're basically starting a business. Yep. It, it's everybody who has a degree is in the business. It's in a business. They just like get the certification first. That's it. Mm-hmm. So for people like you, and for people like me, our certification is real life and real results. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it is a degree. I'm not saying one's always better than the other because it, it is relative. But at the end of the day, we're all doing the same thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't think about that till right now. We're all doing, <laughs> we're all doing the same thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I guess on that note, what got you into coaching? What made you go like from like, uh, man, I got like all these like uh, deep, deep dots and ideas and everything what if i go and share it like yeah like yeah like walk me through like your uh your journey as far as like um moving into coaching Ooh, so i have this motto that i kind of came across randomly just like my name i randomly stumbled on my name the great connector i also stumbled upon this the best seeker becomes the best teacher Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure you can relate to this and many of us can. 
but you're just so driven and almost obsessed with understanding something. You just want to learn and learn and learn. Sooner or later, like, you know, look at you, bro. Like you are obsessed with figuring out how to succeed on YouTube and you did. And when you look at other people's YouTube accounts, you don't even think about it. It's just like, oh, you're not doing this. No, you're doing this right. Well, you're missing this. There's a whole angle. Okay, you have your marketing is crappy. You have no brand. You have no, nothing, no substance. You're just looking at people and you're like, well, you're seeing people through the lens of your own growth. So I'm doing my own self-work. I'm doing my own um my own personal development, my own purpose finding, my own business development, my own life development. And I'm just seeing other people via that lens. And I'm like, I could be helpful here. This is cool. Like they don't know what I know because I did the work to figure it out. And as coaches, what we do is we sell a shortcut. We are literally a wormhole through space and time for somebody to come sign up as our client. You can avoid the mistakes and the roadblocks and the mental self-torture of being in the mix for one, two, five, 10, 20 years. You can pay me this money now so you can get in a wormhole in one year or in six months, you can shortcut 10 years of work. That's what we do. We are a personal portal to other people's success because they want to do what we've already done. And because of that, we can create an ability to sell and build a business around helping other people be who they want to be. So that was my idea. But truly and honestly, I didn't know I was going to be a coach until other people just kept asking me for coaching. I was like, okay, I'm, if I'm giving this game away for free, changing lines, I may as well charge money for this and make yeah. a business. And that's how it went. That's how it went, my dog. Just one thing after another. And I honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I don't really know how I got here, but I just am here. And this, yeah. is, this, this is how I do it. And so coaching started by um, just realizing that I have a skill set and a skill set that is needed by other people. And other people sought me out just by me being me. This is another reason why I said you need to feel your vibe and know who you are. Because when you're being authentically yourself, other people can resonate with who you're being. Like, oh, He's being himself. He means what he says. He means what he's doing. And when you do that, other people just look at you. That is intriguing. That's not like other people. I want to know what's up with him. He has stuff. He means what he does. I need to go be like that because everybody wants to know who they are. That's why it's so important to understand the landscape of life and this whole spiritual gameplay. It's a fancy word for how people work. You need to understand what people want. People want to self-actualize. I don't care who you are. Everybody wants to better themselves and be who they really could be. Go towards their farthest dreams. And if you realize that's what people want, then you better do your stuff. If you have the ability to understand you have what people want, you better do justice by what you've earned. Do justice by you and your skill set and your life. Because if you don't, the people around you won't sense. The, the, they'll sense that you're not really meaning what you're saying and what you're doing. But once you do flip that switch, then everybody around you is like, they notice the difference. I know oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I know uh -huh. you know what I'm saying. They notice the difference. So I'd yep. love to hear that little in your life, you know, when you flick the switch and you're like, everybody's different now. <laughs> For me, um, was it like a gradual I, process or did it happen like at once? I guess it was. So uh, for me, I ended up buying, um, I watched this one guy named Sam Ovens, you know, he I had like, heard of him. He had some killer, he is still up there, killer content on YouTube. And uh, I saw the course, I'm like, 
no, nah, he can forget it. I'm not paying him no two thousand dollars for no course. I'm gonna just like leech off of this his free videos, and he had a bunch of them too, like three hundred of them. And I went and watched them all, and, and then I was like, shoot, like I kind of want like more. So, um, I hopped in on this Black Friday deal for one thousand dollars, and then um, that that kind of got me into like uh personal development goal set goal setting, becoming like going from your old self to a new self, that transformation. I mean, all that good stuff, you know, and uh. It was really good. And I had that um the coaching business model, like uh, like uh just by going through through his course, like I figured out like the sales process and everything, like the general structure, but it wasn't until like um um not really with trend uh, watchers, but like just like mainly on Instagram, you know, by me just like showing my daily life, like uh that's 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 actually how we met, you know. You came, you stood in, you're like, hey man, I like what you're doing. Um other people, I got this one guy, he's like um recently divorced he's like pretty much gave up on life but then when he saw what I was doing uh that 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 got him the real like get his feet up and just like start setting goals and just start like Ooh. like living life again you know so by seeing that it really got me to like uh start like rolling into like coaching you know so yeah so I'm um I run tr I run trend watchers um I'm automating that right now the software it's automatic I'm just trying to like automate the back end and everything but then uh -huh. I want to move into like um like coaching like purpose coaching uh probably like next year you know just for like just just for like fulfillment you know because i like watch people like had that transformation so it was gradual yeah yeah <laughs> ain't that so crazy dog like we love helping people but it's also kind of selfish because we want to see them win for us uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good feeling it's a good feeling it's a good way to be selfish mm -hmm. everybody wins i don't know um it's a little bit off topic but like um Back in high school, I did a real estate wholesaling, you know, just like trying out different like side hustles. And um, wait, did you do it too? No, I'm just like, dude, you're such a killer. Who the hell <laughs> thinks about doing who the hell knows what real estate wholesale is in high school? <laughs> like that's that's, that's important. Man. I was skipping school, going to networking events in downtown Atlanta, like finding investors, but uh <laughs> but but long story short, I got this one uh house under contract um it was one lady her mom was dying on the other side of the country and they needed they needed to sell their house as soon as possible to go and just like uh make that move you know so um i think they're asking like 110 i was able to talk her down to like a hundred thousand you know because like the real estate wholesale model it goes like this so um let's say uh you got a house for um i don't know that's worth like a hundred thousand dollars right but you need to sell it as soon as possible for like various reasons, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's say you can't make a payment. It's cheaper to take a loss, like uh, rather than have your credit be hit and affected for years, you know? 100%. Uh-huh. So um, people will, um, so wholesale will come in and they'll kind of like lowball and be like, hey, I'll buy your house for cash. And cash is attractive because like you can close in literally seven days. Yeah. You know, the money will be no in seven process, days. Nothing. No mm -hmm. nothing. Yep. And um. So I'll come and I'll get your house under contract for let's say eighty thousand dollars, and mm -hmm. then I'll go to an investor and I'll and I'll just mark up the price and say, hey, I'll sell this house to you for ninety thousand dollars, but it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. You know, he still sees it as a discount, and then um, I'm pretty much a middleman now. I pocket ten k. So cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So I'm Dijon Brooks, sixteen years <laughs> in high school, making ten thousand dollars on one deal. So it was my first. Uh, the first house I got under contract, you know, I hustled to get under contract and like it almost went through, but, but my investor, he was like, 
hey man can you bring the price down by like another five thousand dollars you know and like i just oh. felt so bad going to the homeowner because i knew her situation and just like um bringing the price down lower for so this investor can like what like um yeah get some extra money for his test or whatever you know i was like i i I just told her like hey just like just like just go over realtor you know like it won't hurt to stay out here for like a couple more weeks you know but like just like like i want you to get like like the most you can so you can go and like for your situation you know and really that moment right there was like a paradigm change as far as like um business is all about making it a win-win for everybody you know not just like for um me or the two other people and but one person's losing you know I want to like I want to see everybody win you know I want to talk with them see how they're doing like months years from now you know like just like seeing how their life improved like I want to see people win you know (laughs) I love how you brought that around that was so beautiful that was so cool (laughs) yeah so uh I guess like so as far as like coaching could you go a bit more deeper into like what you do specifically I know what you do but just for like the audience you know (laughs) of course of course uh, it's honestly really complicated because for every person it's different. But the way I do things, <sighs> these are really good questions. This makes me get on my 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 toes here to answer <laughs> this question in a well-formed response. What I do is essentially create an atmosphere around my clients in our conversations because I do one-to-one coaching only. I don't do group stuff. It's based around personal transformation of your entire life. The reason I call myself the great connector is because everything in life is connected. You've probably heard this in the personal development industry, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. Most people, including myself, did not understand how true that is. Mm -hmm. How you do anything is how you do everything because the attitude, the belief system, and the patterns, like the subconscious patterns you take into doing anything is how you do everything it's the background from which you live your life it's like you're wearing glasses i don't know about you i wear glasses i wear them less because i don't like to anymore but i wear glasses or even sunglasses if you wear them for three four five hours you forget that you have them on your reality becomes filtered your brain is good at adaptation so it just gets used to seeing through the glasses so when you take off those sunglasses (laughs) after five hours you're like I thought the world looked normal. No, this is how everything actually looks. This is how everything actually looks. So in an analogy, what I do for people is I create an atmosphere so they can see I have been wearing multiple layers of sunglasses, AKA lenses of perception that stop them from living life because they don't see things for how they are. They see things in terms of what they think they're looking at. And that's that sunglasses. You don't actually know why you're doing what you're doing. You think you do, but you don't. And that's the thing. People are like business owners coming to me like, hey, um, I'm having problems with my revenue ceiling or hey, um, I'm doing great in business, but my wife hates me. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or it's like, I don't have enough time to spend with my kids or, or whatever. It's like, oh, my team doesn't believe in my management abilities and they're constantly, constantly not showing up to an equal standard that I set or I have to do everything myself. Nobody can pull their weight around me. It's me, 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 me. And so what we do is like, hey, look, you have, you're a business owner. You got tactical understanding of how to run a business. You don't need another formula. You don't need another blueprint for how to run your business. But a business is a reflection of you, my friend. Business is a reflection of us. So if your business ain't working out like that, and remember how you do one thing is how you do everything. If your business, if your relationship, if your children, if you yourself are not fulfilled and something's missing, that means that there's something wrong with you on the inside. And when life gives you an opportunity to see 
things are not working out, it allows you to go deeper into what that might be. <clears throat> and because that's how I do me and how I live my life on a deeper end of things, like why? Why does this happen? Why am I like this? Why do other people respond to me like that? Why do I have a great impression on some people? Why do I have a horrible impression on others? Why is my vibe really good right now and then really bad right now? That's like these kind of questions, you know, to keep it simple, is you have to understand there's a rhyme and rhythm for these things. So after so much life of just going through it, I have seen that there's blueprints and there's laws that life is built upon. And I mean, like the world, people, power structures, emotions, thoughts, everything. Great connector. There it is. Like everything is connected. If you can learn how the rules, if you learn the rules to your world, that means your life, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, your ideas, your vibes, your relationships. If you understand the rules to these things, you can extrapolate that out into business. You can extrapolate that out into intimate relationships or friendships. You can extrapolate it out to everything. That's basically it. That's all you got. You got a career and you got relationships. I don't even know what else there is. So if yeah. you understand, <laughs> if you understand how you work properly and you orient that to the most high or basically to the universal law, whether you want to go science or spirituality, because that's my thing too. I'm like, we can talk about spiritual stuff and metaphysics, but you know, if you want to go talk about quantum physics, quantum physics, we can do that too. So Ooh, you're going to give me a headache. <laughs> that way. Yeah. But it's, but, 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 but it's really interesting though. I think for me, I learned best with like visuals, you know, yeah. just, just, just like, just like verbally, it just, it just goes, um, I could process it to an extent, but then it goes, yeah. Right you know, <laughs> um, I don't know if this is appropriate for the podcast, but I have this really cool Zoom whiteboard that I drew that is a perfect, simple analogy for how reality mm. is set up. So I can open my whiteboard, but that's up to you. I don't want to derail your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll let you share the screen. No, not me share the screen. I'll make... Um... I can just open up a whiteboard whenever you want. It's right here. Oh, you can? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you for being patient, all you viewers. Appreciate it. Okay, so you can control this. So use your mouse to zoom out. Mm. And then you can scroll. You can scroll this. You can edit this whiteboard also. Okay. Okay. So what are you looking at right now? These are three concentric circles that say uh, spirit, mental, and then physical. You see that? Mm -hmm. Okie dokie. So what this is, is a visual model of how reality is set up. When I say you have to understand how you work, this is the physical realm in the center here. These are three concentric circles for which everything in reality is set up as. It's like a model of reality. Your physical life wow. means your body your physical events, um, you know, people around you, the money you have, the physical stuff that happens. Because like, if you think about a pink elephant, you could think it and it's there. Pink elephant, boom, it's in my mind. But it's not here in the physical, right? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Everything in the physical, everything that's tangible, that's in the center of this circle, right? But beyond that, and it is the physical world or the physical realm is encapsulated within the mental realm. Now, this gets complicated for a lot of people. I'm not going to go in there. We can save that for later <laughs> if you want. But basically, <laughs> basically, your mentality and your ideas shape how your physical world works. Mm -hmm. So because this is bigger than that. And then your spirit or pure energy is when we get into quantum mechanics, quantum energy or this conscious, aware presence of energy that creates everything mm -hmm. at the smallest level is beyond your mental. So if you get your physical right, you have to get your mentality and your ideas and your mind right. In order to get your mind right, you have to get your spirit and your energy right. Mm 
And then that is how this whole thing works. It creates an alignment between these three realms. Mm -hmm. And then your emotions, as we see here, emotion equals energy in motion. Emotions are feedback loops to and from the top and the bottom. So these feedback loops are basically carrying information from the spirit or the energy realm into the mental realm and then into the physical. That's why these arrows are going back and forth. Mm -hmm. So you have information here. Like, let's say you feel angry. The energy is of anger. That's right there in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. And then in that, the emotion, which is the energy in motion, carries that energy into the mental realm, where now you have angry thoughts and ideas. And then that emotion gets carried into the physical. And the physical manifestation <clears throat> of emotion is physically feeling furious and having physical anger flood your body, the angry energy. Same thing with any emotional state. And then based on how that loop works, it sends a feedback loop right back to the energy. And then it creates a cycle mm -hmm. and a pattern. And if you learn how to disrupt that pattern in any one of these spheres, you get control over how everything works in your life. So if somebody's really good with their body, work on that. If you really go with your mind, work on that. <clears throat> really go with your spirit, work on that. But eventually you're going to have to master all this. Oh, yeah. So that's what I mean. I hope this uh, helps you understand what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, that made about. perfect sense. Yeah. Okay, word. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I definitely like that. And I, and, and I love uh, what you said earlier about like, uh, if there's a problem in your life, like um, it's probably something like within, um, I like keeping track of like a lot of like uh, data, just like my feelings with like journals and everything. But one thing I kept really good, like, I mean, really good documentation of is like, dating you know everyone i want yeah. to date with i got like a spreadsheet to where like i'll just write out like uh like how many dates went on the name and then like if it didn't work out i have a column where i just write right out like what i could have improved to make it better you know mm -hmm. not sure the other person like like you know like relationships it's a two-way street you know <laughs> like yes. like yep uh-huh but um just like taking accountability to like look in and be like hey like um i think i can improve on um on on this you know and like it's probably been a year since I've been doing that. And just like the growth of just like, um, like being able to like, like look, like look by like fixing like the within, you know, fixing myself. It's, it's just like freaking insane to where like most of the people um I'm talking to like right now. And as of recently, like in the past, like I couldn't make it past date one or two. And I was getting to the point where it's like, meet the parents we have to talk and everything and then decide yeah yeah it's it's, it's yes yeah, it's, it's like yeah we're getting there you know <laughs> yeah. we're in this yeah <laughs> big improvement and even like um like i have no flakes too because like with flakes it's just like people that weren't interested they're just like there to like um as far as like um i'm there for entertainment maybe they're bored on a friday night yeah. or whatever you get know? some free dinner whatever uh -huh. but everyone i talk to now it's like it's, it's super, super meaningful. Even like, I don't go around, I don't collect everyone's phone number like that. I like, like, um, the girls, she's definitely screening me. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm screening her too. You know, like I'm asking you know, her questions you know. kind of like, yep. Uh-huh. Like doing like some pre-qualifying, you know? Yeah. Ah! Just, <laughs> Life and <is> sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's one thing I've been able to notice as far as like, um, just by looking within what are your thoughts on that as far as like keeping track of like um just like your your thoughts and uh feelings things you can improve on do you kind of like uh, go over that as far as like tracking journaling dude you're one of the smartest people i've ever met let me just tell you <laughs> there is almost nobody at your level doing what you do at the age that you're doing it and just at the level 
at the level and you've been doing this like who thinks like this no child thinks like this that's all i said we're i'm thinking everyone different. does <laughs> exactly i'm over here same thing but everybody must think this is so simple this is so yeah. simple like why wouldn't you do this okay you want to get results well you should do it oh, okay yeah. track your results see if it's working hmm, understood yeah <laughs> it's so simple it's so simple so yeah i think for many people their internal world is so non-existent because they're so caught up in what's going on but rightfully so like hey dude if if you're in the hood and you gotta fight to survive and like you know you never know when your own mama is gonna bring it down on your head you can't even trust your own parents you know maybe you're like you don't have a full set of parents maybe your mom or dad walks out on you or they're abusive or you don't have parents to bring you up you're always on the run you're fight or flight all the time you're in danger all the time you ain't got no time to go think about your internal world you gotta stay alive <laughs> so it's like that maslow's hierarchy of needs first it's physical safety Safety. Once you got physical safety, you can start thinking about relationships. And then after relationships and other people, you can start thinking about like um, identity, ego and self-actualization, all that goody goody stuff. But you can't do none of that until you can create a space of safety for yourself. So first things first. But I think that because most people don't have a great relationship with their internal world, which creates everything, like think about it. Let's say you're a saw and your job is to chop down a tree or cut down a tree rather. Let's say an axe, actually. Your job is to cut down this tree. That's your job. If your axe is dull, it doesn't matter how strong you are. You will not be able to cut down that tree easily. You know, you could try and try and try, but the whole point is the axe must be sharp. That's why Abraham Lincoln said, if I am to chop down a tree in four hours, I will spend the first two hours sharpening the axe. And then I will chop down the tree in two hours. It's about preparation and it's about understanding what you're doing. Everybody and everything in your life is a offspring of who you are inside. Your people who love you, like your relationships, your significant others, your children, your business relationships. Nobody wants to do business with somebody who isn't a good person. That's correct. Nobody wants to do business with a creep or a weirdo or somebody who's going to F them over and hurt them later. Mm -hmm. But think about it. Like if you have these fight or flight tendencies within yourself, if you're not aware of how you act and why you do what you do, the feelings that you harbor, which drive your actions, how are you going to be in control of anything? Most people try to build this lavish lifestyle or build a business when they themselves are the foundation and they are broken. You can only build a building so high with a poor foundation. So an internal world is important. Start by tracking how you feel and paying attention. You made a great point. If you don't have the ability to mentally pay attention to yourself, then whenever you have a feeling, just like whip out your phone and just put it down. This is this and this time, this date, I'm feeling like this because of this. Not only will that keep you a record to track, but it'll also give you an opportunity to take a step back and analyze how you're feeling. Most people just don't take the time to analyze how they're feeling. If you do, you will be steps ahead logarithmically. Your, your trajectory will go from this to that, this way to that way. You will go so high just by stopping, pausing, and trying to understand why am I doing this right now? Mm -hmm. That's so crazy, man. It sounds so crazy, but a lot of people don't know why they do what they do. I'm saying, and, uh, and like the short span of things, you're kind of like, um, you may not see an immediate effect unless you have like, um, you already have momentum, you know? 
um basically yeah yeah but um but like over time you know that's when you're going to really start seeing that big difference like whoa like i'm a whole new person you know <laughs> yeah small changes small mm-hmm. changes people think growth is so hard it's really not mm-hmm. people want instant change huge change a quick, small change now. Quick. <laughs> yeah exactly and that never lasts because you'll be pointing in the wrong direction it's like if you're going to shoot an arrow like this it's going to fall flat but if you shoot an arrow upward at a 45 degree angle, it looks like it's not hitting the target, but just wait till the end, bullseye. You have to calculate for what you want. So just start by making little tiny tweaks. Yeah. Like, okay, just a little bit, a little bit. I'm just gonna focus on my breathing a little bit more today. Or I'm just gonna pay attention to how I walk. You know, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna do five pushups today and then I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. Whatever it is, or like, I'm just gonna make one random conversation today. I'm gonna meet one new person today. Just that, just once. And just doing a little tiny bit will you work, it'll just work wonders. It'll just work oh, wonders. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's and why you have lists of tracking. You're tracking all of your goals. You're meeting two new people every day. You're doing all this crazy <laughs> stuff. You're doing like uh, all your outreach every day. Yeah. You're a gangster. You're so cool. And at this rate of expansion, your growth is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just picked up the, um, I lost my AirPods. So I picked yeah. up, uh, not wearing any headphones for the rest of the year, except for Zoom calls, obviously, you know, but yeah, it's a tough one, but <laughs> I like switching things up. I know. So just take a look at that. It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely and the crazy. Results, and the results have, results have been interesting just by like um, walking in like silence, driving in like uh, silence, because I got always, well, not driving in silence, but just like going to the grocery store without headphones in, like uh, one, I'm able to talk about other people and two, just like letting my thoughts just like bounce around. So many great ideas came, came through, you know? So, and I also like became cool with myself, you know, just loving myself, not, not needing like ex- something external to go and like, um, entertain me or like, keep me like, uh, engage in my emotions in some way, just be able to like, be, uh, kind of like be, uh, be one with myself as far as like, um, making inside jokes with myself, talking to myself, you know? Yeah, like that self-love, you know? <laughs> It'd be like that, walking through the grocery store aisles and you're just having a conversation with yourself mm-hmm. about whatever. It's the best thing ever. It's yeah. the best thing, especially when you're on your own side. You know, when you're, that's the thing. A lot of people are scared of having mental conversations because they're scared of what goes on in here. But the, mm-hmm. the, the crazy part about it is you can't have the good mental conversations if you're not willing to withstand the bad mental conversations. Mm-hmm. And that's so crazy. Yeah. See, so see so much, so much, so many things are overlooked. So many, so many simple things are overlooked. But that's oh, yeah. the key. That's the key right there. It's like be cool with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anybody takes away anything from this podcast, just be cool with yourself. Yep, just be cool with yourself. Treat yep. yourself <laughs> like a friend. Be your own friend for God's sake. Like if you were inside your own head, if other people had a window to your mind, would they think you're insane? <laughs> like with, they probably with, think I'm crazy just the way I'm la- like I'm smiling so much like man is he on like some drugs or something <laughs> probably probably yeah, yeah yeah like would you have any friends if you talk to other people the way you talk to yourself ask yourself this question would you have any people in your life that care about you any real relationships if you if you talk to them the way you talk to yourself if the answer is no, I would never talk to my friends the way that I talk to myself. It's so negative in there. Then why would you talk to yourself like that? Why? I don't know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. I'm really big as far as, um, I don't know. I guess like growing up, all uh, I got lucky. Um I don't like saying the word luck because obviously I put in work, but like I got lucky. I got lucky as far as like getting like a 
success early on, you know, and also mm-hmm. just like small little things. It kind of gave me that um, it started that feedback loop as far as like um, I'm capable of achieving like anything, even if even I got to go by myself, you know, and just that. And uh, also with the self-transformation at 18 years old, um, as far as like setting goals and fixing like uh, within, you know, like always striving for something um, that always um, I've always had like positive um like positive like self-talk you know and um let's be real you know like let's say like I'm talking to a girl like I really like and it doesn't break and it breaks out you know like um sure I'll I, I have the occasion like dang is my nose too big or something was it like <laughs> like just like some like some negative talk here and there you know but like usually after a couple of days I bounce back you know I kind of use that like I gotta like I, like I gotta go out there I gotta grind harder you know I gotta like improve more you know I'm not yeah. good enough I gotta go out there and just like improve like look look I am good enough, but like, what can I do to go better, be, be become better, you know, and and to attract someone, um, um, I don't want to say at my level or better, but like someone that were, um, at my level or better. <laughs> hey, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Put that in. You there. deserve that. <laughs> yeah. You deserve that. You uh-huh. deserve that. Yep. So that's what I probably say about that. Um, as far as like growing your coaching, um, business, how like how are you doing that marketing wise? As far as like um social media i know you started doing like the reels i know you got youtube how's that all going honestly my youtube is near non-existent i need some i need some friend watchers for me right now mm. bro honestly uh, i'll hit you up all you, got, all you gotta do is just post <laughs> yeah yeah honestly honestly yeah that's basically it so i'm reallocating my focus right now in life and the way that i do my growth in my business but honestly this is why i stress so hard about being who you really are. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a very spiritual man. I'm a man of God. And I do understand that everything happens for a reason. It's exactly the way that it should. And you know this. Everybody knows this. If you have a bad event happen in your life and you look back on it years back, years later, if you look back on this bad event, apparently negative event, you realize how it set you up for everything you are now. Mm-hmm. Even if you look back last week, your inconveniences last week set you up for right now. So even that way, everything happens for a reason. And I do virtually no marketing. That's why this is important. I do virtually no marketing. I barely do any outreach. I put out my vibe and my true self and how I really think and how I really talk. So people really enjoy the real me. Mm -hmm. And because that happens, because I'm really being myself and I have the force of, I can say the force of God behind me, but really just the force of authenticity behind me. And because truth, you know, when you, you hear the truth and then you resonate with it, because it's the truth. You feel it. You feel it in your yep. body. Like, and you recognize it too. <laughs> yeah, you recognize it. And yep. that's the thing. It's like you keep your energy like that through practice. And then you be like that and you live it, you speak it, you walk it, walk into a room. People are like, that's the truth right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, he's here. <laughs> yep. Walk into the room like this. You know, you just, you uh-huh. get it you get a little swag with it. And when you walk and you move like that, everybody gets intrigued. Mm-hmm. I don't have to start conversations like I thought I had to. People are like, yeah. how do I get in the DMs and do cold outreach? Or how do I do a proper sales call? Well, number one, you're trying to do level 10 stuff before you've accomplished level five. Mm-hmm. You want to get good at coaching and get good at sales and marketing after you have a valuable product or service. Mm -hmm. And for one-to-one or for people-to-people, because it's all relationships, right? Business is relationships. Life is relationships. If you don't have your personal self, which is your coaching offer or service, not even coaching, just your offer. You are the offer. I don't sell coaching. I am the coaching. 
me. I'm, I'm what you're buying. You're not buying my, my intelligence. You're buying me and everything that comes with me. That's why people resonate with you. At one point, it's like, hey, how can I scale to a, I don't know, $100,000 in business? How can I scale to a million subscribers? Sure. But after a certain point of growth, it's not about numbers anymore. It's about quality. It's no longer quantitative. It's qualitative. And that's why in life, if you understand how that works, your North Star and your number one priority will be understanding who you are and your quality, your offer. Go on, shout out Alex Hermosi right yes, now. Yes, sir. $100 million <laughs> offers. I got it right book. behind me. <laughs> best, best book ever. Shout out Alex. Oh, yeah. If you don't have your offer correct, and you are the offer, it's not just like your offer that you sell in business is like your offer after your offer. It's like the bonus. I am the real offer and I'm selling the bonus, which is my coaching package. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the real offer. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. When you, when you realize that and when you double down on who you are and how you like to do things, the path forward to success is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's very simple. And if you really want it, you'll just do what it takes. Yeah, That's it. It's it. When, when the path is narrow, you just walk it. That's it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and that's it. So I think uh, that's the thing when it comes to growing and scaling my business, it's pretty easy because I have a lot of referral because I'm a good coach. I have a lot of people who enjoy my videos because I do it from the heart and I really mean what I say. And it's really of substance. I am not like these other IG coaches who are trying to package their like their stuff in a very particular way. Have you noticed that everybody's doing their subtitles for their reels like Alex Ramosi? Green, uh-huh, yellow, yep. red pop out. Yep, you know, it's like flashy. Emojis. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. And I'm like, should I be doing that? I'm like, no, I don't need to. I don't want to be known as one of those guys. So the more you isolate yourself, shout out Alex again, be in a category of one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, be in a category of one. Well, the more you do that. You don't have to market anything. Does Bugatti have to market? No. Does Lambo have to market? No. Does any, no, nothing, nothing, nothing important has to market itself because it is the marketing. If you want to be somebody in your business, if you want to create reality to your will, be somebody important, be something of value. Don't try to act it out. Don't try to market it. Don't try to frame yourself that way. Become it. And then the framing will happen. Yep. That's it. That's it. People are going backwards. And that's why for every business owner or potential business owner listening to this, if you are not considering your personal internal world and your inner self as the number one priority in your life when you wake up in the morning before you do anything else you are automatically in a losing battle automatically in a losing battle you must prioritize the self first because your marketing will thank you your business fulfillment will thank you your performance will thank you because you aligned yourself in the proper direction if you're in the right direction you don't have to push that hard because you have the flow behind you. You have the power of life behind you. You have your own authentic drive behind you. Do you know how much you will do for the things you care about? It's scary, Mm -hmm. but you will not do anywhere near that for things you don't care about. So stop trying to do things you don't care about. It's literally not what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Like God, if you wanna go that way, or even the universe, let's just go science right now. If the universe is in perfect order, like all the planets are falling in a perfect orbit, the weather cycle happens perfectly, our cells divide perfectly, science is perfect harmony. Oh, yeah. That means everything we must do should also be in perfect harmony. And if we are not in harmony with who we are supposed to be, 
That means be in harmony with the rest of life. Because if you get in harmony with yourself and you being an extension of life and science, that means you're in harmony with the larger cosmos too. That's the science of this stuff, man. Spirituality, just getting in tune with the larger part of you, which is the universe, the cosmos. Then you do that with starting with you. If you do that, all of your business will not be problematic. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're still going to have problems. Don't get me wrong. Let's not not do that. But you will not incur them in the same way. All of your problems will become opportunities and the opportunities will provide themselves so openly. And you can see it. When you can see it, stop going so hard, hustling so hard. You don't have to. You're going in the wrong direction. If you, you can push really hard in the direction you like, but you'll feel good doing it. If you're hustling and you feel like absolute crap when you wake up in the morning and you don't believe in what you're doing, you're going in the wrong direction anyway. And the harder you push, people think the harder you work, you're going to get in the direction you want. No, if you're supposed to go east and you're, dig- you're digging west, you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Even if you're going north, wrong direction. Just start small in the direction that you want to go and the momentum will build. Mm-hmm. And that's how I scaled my coaching company. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I felt, uh, I kind of saw it on like a small, uh, not small, but like a fair uh, scale as far yeah. as like my Instagram story. So with that, like, I actually, um, I think they've been up like just like nonstop, like maybe like the past like year and a half, you know, two mm-hmm. years. I took, um, um, a break uh your break as far as just like going under self-development you know that mm-hmm. you have like uh-huh just like grind mode you know the big grind mode uh, yeah. <laughs> but um like with the stories like i just like there's no content posting schedule i literally just post whatever i feel like posting you know and uh and by me just being my authentic self but also like not really trying to like sell anyone you know like the dms just fills fills up you know not only of like um just like opportunities networking opportunities as far as like like finding people like you you know but also like even like some girls will like slide in the dms you know like like and, and it's just, yeah. just like um like uh girls with qualities too like this one uh yoga instructor she just like yeah just like <laughs> we see we, we, we started talking like not too long ago you know so just like like when you're uh, your when you're uh, your authentic self like the opportunities are coming to you now and i and i found that figured that out um on instagram i'm also able to do it in person as well but instagram was interesting just by me just like like i like like you see my stories i literally post like whatever you know <laughs> like one day is professional tomorrow like i'm posting like some um got the party at the penthouse yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the one that story was... <laughs> one story i'm like i have met these many people i'm on track for my my monthly revenue goals i've done these many outreaches every day next story we're all partying at this concert uh-huh, yeah. It's, it's just... <laughs> yeah I just, isn't that so cool just like do you don't have to trade you yeah. don't have to trade business for pleasure you don't you don't i just yeah. wish more people more business owners knew that you know how many people hurt themselves every day trying to build a business? You don't have to trade. You don't have to trade. You could have both. Absolutely. Boom. <laughs> so uh, to wrap things up, I got uh, yeah, two more questions for you. So do you got like any sure. exciting plans for the future? Anything like... Uh, oh. Oh, yep. Okay. Oh, shit. All Here right. you All go. Right. All right. <laughs> Friend watchers, Dijon Brooks, Go Viral Podcast has this first. <laughs> So I will not disclose the name because it is trademarked and it's really cool. But my end goal and end vision is to, and this is well on the way, the reason why my coaching is big is because it's the center of my life. So eventually, 
you know, just like everything grows, my business must grow. So at the end of the day, and this is like many years out, uh, this is like the long-term vision. I am building a chain of private schools that will be set up around how the human being should optimally function in all facets, instead of uh, just like, you know, learning curriculum, just because it's general knowledge, uh, a chain of schools that is eventually replacing the public government school systems that are here in the United States first, and then in other countries around the world. And we're gonna create a chain of schools that will be available at a very low cost to everybody who sees the vision. And then we'll be able to teach kids based on their own specialties and based on taking different types of tests and different types of metering and measurements so we can understand the disposition of this child and then give them what they need to specialize in what they need and then teach them about general knowledge afterwards. So that's, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're doing. That's what me and my team are eventually going to scale out to do. Um, it's a very big vision. It's going to, it's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of effort. It's oh, it's possible. It's, but possible. It's, gonna, it's, it's totally happening. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's, it's totally happening. There's, there's no other way. The way the world is transforming, the way that minds are transforming. This is just my role to play in the universe and just my role to play in the divine orchestra. That's it. So that's my big plan. Uh, other than that, more short term, um, I, I don't know. I just raised my prices in my coaching. That feels good. Yes, sir. That's about, <laughs> that's about it. That's yes, about sir. It. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I just look forward to doing this with you. This has been so fun. Oh yeah, learn lots of lot like lots about uh, you and uh, also more about myself too. You know, we're always learning about ourselves like every day. You know, and like yeah, I, I like just love your energy and especially that vision. I'm pretty sure that gives you like 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 you probably hate sleeping. You probably want to pop out of bed and just like. Just like, just go get it every day, you know? <laughs> I am so happy to prove you wrong. <laughs> so I, I will go to sleep. I will wake up in the morning. I'm like, I could totally go back to sleep right now. <laughs> and then I do. <laughs> and then I do. I swear, something's weird. Something's weird in this chapter of my life. I'm like, I just want to sleep forever. <laughs> yeah. Wake up, 12 hours of sleep, and then I go back to sleep. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, crazy. I'm the yeah. opposite. Like, like to where like, I was like, dang, there can't be 30 hours in a day, you know? <laughs> I just yeah. want to like cram everything in, you know, as far as like, you know, I think I'm learning that. I think I'm learning that there's like, I, I kind of knock it a little bit, but there's something really beautiful about people who hustle something really, really beautiful about people who just stake their life on something, just go after it. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm learning how to do right now is like, I have the big old big game plan, but narrowing down on how to really make every day count to the most it's changing. The definition of that is changing. Mm -hmm. So you never know. I might hate sleep pretty soon yeah <laughs> yep but um yeah and i guess like a little fun question to end on a loose note is like if you could do one thing uh that makes you happy every day what would it be god damn it sometimes i don't like being so philosophical like this is not entertaining <laughs> this is not entertaining to people but yes it is i'm like I, I already do happy stuff every day i already do i don't have to trade i do yeah. not have to trade my happiness but uh honestly every every single day shoot I'm pretty sure if you go skydiving every day, that would get boring eventually. I've never been skydiving though. Uh, let's see. I, I've been indoor skydiving before, actually. Tell me what you would like to, what's some happy thing you would do every day. I mean, I guess I would just snuggle, snuggle with my lady all the time. I guess I could play. Just hey, that's always nice. Uh, yeah. Play the piano, like public pianos. Oh, yeah. Like so, whenever I had like a bad day, um, in Atlanta there was like public pianos over the place. So I'll dress up as like a construction worker. I always yeah. go play and I'll get like big crowds, you know, and it felt so nice because like I was making other people happy. They had no idea who I was because I'm wearing a disguise, you know, just going anonymously and serving people. That just felt so good. Plus a lot of playing the piano as well. Like 
Dude. Like I could do that. And like when I hit the blues too, woo, it's over. <laughs> it's over. On that note, I think something else that I do every day is really important is I freestyle. I freestyle okay. rap and sing every single day. Okay. Every single day. And I, hey, I, I need a singer. My life. My <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Dijon on the piano. Let's do this. Yes, All right. All right, man. Let's go cracking. And uh, yeah, much love, my man. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, for the people watching this, I'll have like all your links down below in the description. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to collect all those uh, from you uh, before I take this live. But um, yeah, like thanks for coming on the you know Let's Go Viral podcast. And um, yeah, every- thank you everyone for listening. And I'll see you all in the next episode. I'll see you. <laughs>